Uh, well, I'm a strategic brand builder with special interest in culture and data. Mm. Uh, human behavior, they really tempt me. Uh, problems, they tickle me. Uh, so, you know, I can spend the day uh, sitting in a corner just observing people uh, and, you know, talking to them. Currently, I head the strategy department in uh, Great Hacker. I must say that no one was ready for a solution like this. Uh, it makes you uncomfortable, for sure. Yeah. Uh, banks, they deal with money. And, uh, you know, once we started telling them that, you know, don't take money, take fresh produce. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, how can we really respond to that? Uh, so they said, uh, what will we do with it? What will we, we, will we uh, do with this fresh produce? So we also said that, no, we also have a solution for that. So we probably should collaborate with someone who can uh, turn that fresh produce into money. Um, favorite book that you'd like to gift to all your friends? The 40 Rules of Love. Hello, fellows. Welcome to the next episode of Jagged with Jasravi. Conversations at the Edge with thought leaders from the marketing, branding, and the business world. Hi, Bitop. So nice to have you on the show. Uh, hi, Jastavi. Uh, it's a pleasure uh, for me too. Uh, thanks for having me. So, Bitop, um, recently you guys won the Oscar. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get better than that. But um, if you talk about the project, you know, it's the impact it has had, the humanity behind it. I mean, you, you really want to applaud it with all of you. Could you share, you know, about the project Agro Banking? What was it about? What was the thinking that led to it? Because it's quite a unique initiative. Yeah, thanks for saying that. Um, uh, so basically, you know, uh, we look after United Commercial Bank. Uh, so they are basically the project initiator too. So um, uh, we have been looking after the client for quite some time. And there is this always an open brief to us, which is about, you know, how can we do uh, things that can ensure financial inclusion? Uh, it's very important here in Bangladesh uh, because, you know, a large uh, majority of the population, they are still not included. Mm -hmm. And... Um, uh, it, and today we all realize that it's very important that we we uh, have a very inclusive growth. Otherwise, no growth is sustainable. So yes. uh, that kind of brief is always uh, given to us by UCB. And, you know, it's an open brief. It's kind of an open brief. So uh, when we designed UCB, uh, agrobanking, project agrobanking, uh, again, uh, to respond to that through that open brief, uh, we basically you know, try to find out uh, the real problem of a farmer because uh, usually what happens is we sit in a boardroom, we try to imagine and we try to manufacture the real the problems that people have. But uh, for this one, uh, we really wanted to go to the ground. We really wanted to know what the real problem is. Uh, and from there, we found out that the kind of problem they have, that's not really uh, the kind of problem we usually uh, frame for farmers. So it's not just about uh, that, uh, you know, I don't feel myself worthy uh, to, to hold a bank account. It's also about that, you know, how banks are not so approachable for them, mm -hmm. how banks, how they don't have even enough money uh, to open a bank account. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't have that surplus at all because there is this always a vicious cycle of poverty for them because they, they produce so less, they can't, they can't, they don't always get enough, uh, you know, fair price for their produce. 
and when they don't get get that that kind of money they can't you know have that surplus to open bank account mm-hmm. so but what we found out is that you know they have the surplus of fresh produce so mm-hmm. we we thought of instead of taking money from them can we take that fresh produce from them mm-hmm. so that was basically the uh, thought behind the idea agro banking by united commercial bank the world's first initiative to transform fresh fruits and vegetables into bank accounts small farmers usually grow more than they can sell in local markets this excess produce is often wasted or sold at a loss to middlemen one of the largest banks ucb partnered with the largest grocery chain in bangladesh shopno to purchase such goods at fair prices Agrobanking allows farmers to open micro-savings accounts in exchange for their produce. Through its massive farmer and distribution network, Shopro can deliver the fresh fruits and vegetables to stores across Bangladesh. Finally, giving farmers an opportunity to join the formal economy, reduce inequality and help them prosper. The first step towards their financial inclusion. Agrobanking by UCB, powered by Shopno. Yeah, so uh, before you know we get to uh, the impact it has had on the brand and the people and the target audience, I I just want you to share what awards it has won. Sure. So basically, um, you know, recognition started with agrobanking uh, back in 2019. Uh, so it was the first time when we won can for it. So we won three lions uh, back then, and uh, we also were shortlisted in five other categories. Uh, then we won spikes Asia, uh, and we won big time there. We won nine medals, including a Grand Prix. Uh, then we also participated in Walk Prize. for asian strategy which is now known as work award for asian strategy so we did it in 2020 uh, we won the grand prix there and also the uh, category disruptor special award so we won to there uh, and this year in afi we won uh, you know the grand prix two gold and one more silver so we submitted in three category but it got four so i tell my boss i kept telling my boss that you see this is the kind of roi you should be looking at <laughs> wow wow what a benchmark you guys have set for your own selves only you know so um a world's first initiative at, as it is termed to convert fresh fruits and vegetables into bank accounts uh what were the challenges and what has been the impact uh bitop okay um So uh, to begin with the farmers, I mean, of course, uh, it has been very beneficial because um, uh, informal economy or informal uh, financial sector can never help you grow because you don't create uh, enough, uh, you know, uh, credit report for yourself so that you can avail more and more financial services. Uh, so from there, you know, it always gets worse for the farmers because they get loans from. informal sectors that have very very high interest rate uh, and you know that gets exponentially uh, bigger day by day if you f- yes. if if someone fails to pay that loan off in due time uh, so you know it sometimes get even bigger than that so i mean uh, the the pay off amount is more, much more much bigger than the actual amount taken uh, so that also happens sometimes 
and, and that's very inhuman uh, to begin with. So, you know, um, and that can never help you get out of your poverty. So we believe that, you know, when these kind of solutions are there uh, and when it's carved in a way which suits really their uh, way of life, their way of, uh, you know, depositing the, uh, the money, uh, it really helps them get out of that informal cycle of, uh, you know, um, uh, inform informal sector. And also it helps them get the right price uh, from the market. So it creates their credit history. It creates their, uh, uh, you know, uh, their eligibility to take further uh, financial products. Uh, uh, to give you more perspective into, uh, into the kind of benefits the farmer had, uh, you know, one of the farmers, they told us that, you know, no one is giving uh, uh, a shit about us. Uh, <laughs> sorry yeah. for my language, but no one is caring, caring for us. Uh, not the government, not the local government, uh, not the, of course, not the, even, even the microfinance uh, companies, but you have come and uh, given us a solution that we have been looking for so long. Uh, so uh, thanks for that. So, I mean, that the, that's the kind of reaction we got. Uh, from a brand point of view, uh, I must say that, you know, UCB has always been a very first generation bank and it has been seen as a first generation bank. Um, but, you know, today it's important that you have that modern and progressive imagery too, uh, to attract the, uh, the new age consumers. Uh, so, of course, this kind of initiative that create uh, uh, an, uh, an avenue for the brand uh, to, uh, to project itself as a, as a more progressive, as a more inclusive brand, which the consumers really uh, resonate so much these days. Awesome. So, it has built on... Uh, additional associations um, and very relevant ones uh, and perhaps unique ones also. So it's going to benefit from it for a long time to come. Uh, so, um, Bitop, now this kind of a change, now it's not easy. It, it, you, I mean, when you're talking about it, it seems like, okay, so, you know, this is how it happened. It must have been quite challenging in terms of uh, creating an innovation, a new way to bank um, suited to a target audience, uh, you know, and a target audience for whom nobody is thinking about. So uh, for a bank to take up something like this, you know, what propelled them? Was it the agency's persuasion? Was there a mission or some values? How did it all start? Uh, of course, it was, um, like I said, it was a response to an open brief, but uh, I must say that no one was ready for a solution like this. Uh, it makes you uncomfortable, for sure. Yeah. Uh, banks, they deal with money. And, uh, you know, once we started telling them that, you know, don't take money, take fresh produce. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, how can we really respond to that? And they responded the way it was expected. Uh, so they said, uh, what will we do with it? What will we, do, will we uh, do with this fresh produce? So we also said that, no, we also have a solution for that. So we probably should collaborate with someone who can uh, turn that fresh produce into money. Hmm. Then they were like, okay, uh, now you are talking probably <laughs> now it's, <laughs> it's more palatable for us. But, uh, but then again, uh, of course, it took a bit of time for them to digest more and, you know, uh, uh, get get accustomed to the idea to uh, yeah. start implementing. Hmm. Uh, so yes, that kind of challenge was there. 
you know, disbelief was also within the agency too, uh, when it all started. But with time, you know, a great idea like this, uh, uh, thanks to the team, uh, because, uh, you know, uh, we could crack it right. Uh, so um, an idea like this, I think, can never go unrecognized by anyone. So probably you will sleep over it and the next day you will come to come to work and tell them that hmm. I think it's a great idea. So let's yeah. at least let's give it a shot. Uh, we don't know where it will take us, but uh, we certainly can give it a shot. So the collaborator, other collaborator without whom we couldn't even uh, implement this project, Shopno, uh, the largest retail chain in Bangladesh. They were also onboarded. Uh, of, of course, you know, uh, when two parties like them, they, they both are giant in their own field. And when two parties mm. like them come together, mm. yes, there are, you know, um, hiccups in the beginning, but we all could get it right in the end. And when we went there, um, yeah, I mean, in the first village, it was a bit difficult to get reaction in, uh, in, the, in the very first stage, but eventually we got them uh, because, you know, reaching out to the rural population is, a bit difficult sometimes and especially to the areas where we went to um, I mean those areas those people they are basically media dark people mostly so mm. it's difficult they don't have tv at their home they only watch tv when they come to the bazaar the nearby marketplace there came something like a megaphone announcement in the in place uh, I never really thought that in 2019 uh, say in 2019 <laughs> I would use megaphone again in my life uh, but yes we did that and that gave us amazing uh, response. Um, you know, uh, it was very, it was like a magnet for people. So megaphones have this power that it attracts you like a magnet. So no, so, so it, no, really you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You are <laughs> familiar with it. Yeah. yeah. So it worked like a magnet and, you know, people responded to it very well. Uh, they came to the, uh, to the, uh, you know, branded, co-branded centers that we had. Uh, they came there, they inquired and, you know, uh, from next day onwards, we started getting good response. So, yeah, so that's pretty much yeah, what's about yeah, awesome. it. Such a lot of adapting, such a lot of thinking from the grassroots of what will work, uh, from the communication to the impact to the process. Uh, a lot uh, came together and went right for it to become sustainable and have such a huge impact. So how many people uh, are utilizing it? Yeah. Approximately so far, we had more than 100,000 accounts. Uh, if I'm not wrong, it would be 122,000. So, yeah. Superb. So, the extra produce is taken to the supermarket shop now. And that is how that, so the bank is getting that money, but bank has taken, in, uh, taken charge of the extra produce. And uh, so nothing is going waste. And, and the food wastage also then is, is decreasing in that sense. No? Yes, very much, very much, very much. Because, you know, they are uh, time bound. Um, and it, since it's fresh produce, since it's perishable, uh, mm -hmm. they had to sell it off within the day, uh, which sometimes gets very difficult. So, yes, I mean, food waste is also a very big area that we, uh, we can address through this. So, so wonderful to hear the story behind what went on to make it happen. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So um, any other brands, uh, Bitop, that you feel are, because you also advocate, you've written quite a bit about this, 
brands that advocate uh, brands that are causing positive change of course uh, i am uh, looking after the brand so uh, you may think that there is a kind of nepotism here but i really like one of the local brands here uh, from bangladesh which is gramin phone um, i i like the fact that you know it's not just us who uh, who are trying to do this it's also the brand team from gramin phone the marketing team from gramin phone too uh, Uh, because you know gramin phone it's a telinor um, subsidiary uh, for bangladesh so you have similar company uh, from the telinor group is uninor yes. uh, so gramin phone though is the biggest telecom here uh, so uh, they have been very persistent on uh, on the motto of empowering societies and they believe that they uh, you know connect people with what matters the most hmm. and that's a lovely motto or purpose to have uh when you're working as their agency because connecting you to what matters most can really give you the opportunity to create different dimensions of uh social change mm-hmm. so what we try to do is for the past you know uh 4 5 years we have been consistent on the fact that whatever communication we are doing uh we are not just promoting our product we are also promoting some sort of change in the society uh those changes those progress i mean uh when we talk about progress we usually uh, see it from a very vertical lens we see it from a lens that you know i'm here i will move there uh, something better will happen to me i'll grow financially or i'll grow you know technologically so that's how we take progress uh in our parlance but you know uh, we took a very different ra- definition of progress there and we said said that you know progress also can happen horizontally so for example if i'm uh, if i'm not so much in favor of something but i i come across uh, a narrative which changes my mindset mm-hmm. is also can be seen as a progress yeah so i mean we deliberately try to infuse that kind of definition of progress in mm. our day to day communication even so yeah. i would also mention gramin fund for, for that yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah very nice because uh, opening of minds uh, happens first before you reach anywhere else you have to uh, look at it as a possibility so that's a very nice interpretation of progress and uh, in the relevant space of communication gen z gen z what is gen z and you know for our audiences if you had to like what is the definition point and what are some of the emerging trends you have observed what does that imply for brands uh okay so uh, i mean typically and definition wise of course gen z uh, is regarded as as the generation born between 1997 to 2012 after that uh you know generation alpha is emerging so emerging so gen z is no more the youngest child uh so uh yeah but you know um, gen z is as as um as per business intelligence uh gen z is supposed to be the largest cohort uh in the world and they are soon to be the largest cohort in the world so uh, they are becoming very very significant Uh, mm-hmm. if you look at the current trend you will see that a lot of the things are happening or target being targeted towards the millennials hence you know probably the nostalgia thing is uh, being so big uh, 80s things are important here 
but you know for gen z uh, if they become the largest cohort soon i think a lot of the things have to be cha- changed or have to change hmm. uh, so to begin with you know uh, i can see some significant difference between these two generations the millennials and also the gen z uh, so for example you know i think the gen z they are more matured than hmm. the adults uh, you know they really? are i think so yeah, because okay. you're saying my son is more mature than me <laughs> uh, yes i think so <laughs> yes i think so it's it's largely because of you know the kind of exposure they uh, they have it's also kind of you know they are i think they are more empathetic i think they are more uh, they are braver okay i think they are uh, you know um, they are more vocal about issues uh, uh, you would see that you know mostly people being uh, keyboard warriors so to speak uh but if you look at gen z you will see that you know if something is of the matter uh, they will come out in the street so for example right now uh if you look at bangladesh you will see that you know few, few days back there, there was this uh unfortunate event that happened uh one of the college students uh, he, he was hit and run by uh by a uh, public transport so you know Uh, right after that the students they came out in the, on the streets and they start protesting that you know our roads need to be safer mm. so i mean that kind of that kind of participation is only being seen by these young kids nowadays mm. and not by the older generation at all so mm. i mean i mean it's real manifestation of of their courage of their bravery of of how they more how they are more vocal about issues so mm. i think in that in those regard and also if you i mean i mean i personally do that of course i try to talk to a lot of young kids and mm. i really see that uh, their point of view about the whole world their point of view about the planet how humanity is itself is a big enemy to uh, for 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 itself i mean those kind of narratives are coming out of a 17 or 18 years old kid i think that's phenomenal that's something we should be uh, really uh, you know uh, we we should give it some thought and we really, yeah. really should try to understand them better mm-hmm. uh we also see that you know they are since they have been born in the digital age they i think they are more uh, naturally they are creators so you know um, uh, they don't I, i see that they don't text each other rather they use they send emojis and a whole thread of conversation happens through emojis only and nothing else yeah. <laughs> so they are really expressive mm-hmm. uh, uh they create their own own gifts they create mm. their own memes memes so they are natural uh, content creators yeah. i would say yeah. uh, they are collaborators too since mm. they are creators they don't shy away from collaborating with anyone i mm. mean uh, be it their peer group or be it the, be it the brands they mm. don't shy away from there uh, and i think uh, you know for them uh, forums are very important like minded mm. people coming on board onto one single forum uh, exchanging dialogues exchanging ideas collaborating again i think that's very important for them too yeah so in those regards i see the gen z is emerging uh, with different kind of uh, kind of audience insights mm. uh, which we marketers should be uh, taking very seriously yeah, it's just yeah. some of the glimpses that i that i shared uh, yeah. of course we can talk hours about it but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it's so true and um, they also believe that change is possible you know like like you said they have the courage and the bravery they also have the belief that it can happen you know they, they the apathy is not there they a they care b 
uh, their parents millennials have brought them up <laughs> without much angst and given them you know enough uh, independence and choice uh, which perhaps uh, and an open mindedness which perhaps the earlier generation did not give uh, you know to the millennials but uh, and enough compassion um and enough awareness to want that change to happen like you were saying i'm just paraphrasing what you have said yeah and the, and the creative part also you know i i like if i talk about uh, all the younger people that i see i mean despite the fact that they they are baffled by the choice that they have they have the humility you know they have the humility to collaborate and learn from each other any brands that come to your mind be top which are doing a great job of connecting with gen z uh i think fanta is doing better there fanta right. is really uh, a brand for the teens for the gen z uh, who understands them very well uh, you know uh, you must recall the campaign fanta T- fanta tmo uh, campaign which is a fanta teen marketing officer so they replaced their cmo with tmo uh, <laughs> so i think uh, that's really something brave and bold uh, that the brand did <laughs> if you could live anywhere in the world where would that be um scandinavia hmm. what would you change about yourself if at all uh the way i speak oh <laughs> what is your guilty pleasure mm drinking okay If you were to devote the rest of your life to philanthropy what cause would you choose um i would choose the planet okay preserving the planet okay okay your deepest fear or your greatest joy you can tell both uh my deepest fear is to be alone hmm and my greatest joy uh is traveling okay when i see okay. something new okay how would you like strangers to remember you um difficult but uh probably someone sweet <laughs> oh okay i'm dead <laughs> what is <laughs> uh, probably someone sweet Okay. And that's all. <laughs> okay. What is a lesson that took you a long time to learn? Mm, I mean, you know, uh, how do I put it? So, I mean, I mean, I have to elaborate a bit to give you a context to this. You know, for a long long time I used to think that the world is very uh mm, the, the world is very true. It's it's like it's like a utopia. Okay. It's always very altruistic. so that's how i i would imagine the world and that that happened to me for for a long long time i never imagined that you know people who are around you those can they can be cruel sometimes they can be selfish sometimes mm-hmm. they can do bad things to you so for a long long time i used to believe that you know nothing such uh, nothing like this <laughs> exists and the world is very altruistic so i uh, after a point i realized that you know it's not like that okay what is one missed opportunity that you wish you could have had a second chance at I landed a job somewhere <laughs> uh you know uh, abroad of course I I think I should have taken that uh, I I refused that because of some uh miscommunication 
but i think i could have given it a shot okay okay um favorite book that you'd like to gift to all your friends the 40 rules of love okay what's next um seeing the world bitob i request you to share your online address email anything that you'd like to share it will be there in the show notes also but if anybody uh, any one of our audiences wants to reach out to you how should they uh okay so i'm on linkedin so you can find me on linkedin uh, mm-hmm. by just typing linkedin.com/bitopdasgupta b i t o p d a s g u p t a that would be my address uh i'm also available on whatsapp uh my phone number is plus 88 0173007600111 so you can whatsapp <laughs> me too uh and also you can write to me uh, my email address is bitop07 at yahoo.com um uh, personally i really like this channel uh, and it's not to just butter up just over here but i really like this channel because uh it helps me learn new things it helps me uh ponder up on new perspectives uh because you know i'm i'm probably the least worthy guy to come here but you know i have seen other uh interesting people come and talk here and uh i really have gained new insights into into different perspectives so i really would encourage you to uh regularly uh you know watch and watch the contents uh do of course subscribe like share and watch the content <laughs> not just do you know <laughs> like and share but do watch the content